with a look at Radio Cayman's local news, I'm Dion Anglin. The Chief Medical Officer, Dr. John Lee, reports that 242 COVID-19 tests have been carried out since this was last reported on Tuesday, June 8, 2021. There were no positive test results. As of Monday, June 7, 2021, 86,711 COVID-19 vaccinations had been given in total in the Cayman Islands. Of these, 46,928, that's 72% of 65,000, had at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine, and 61%, 39,090, completed the two-dose course. The vaccine supply for clinics on Grand Cayman has now been exhausted until resupply, which is anticipated to arrive on June 16th. Vaccine clinics will resume on June 17th and will be offering second doses only through June 19th. First and second doses will be offered from June 21st. A prison officer at Her Majesty's Cayman Islands Prison Service, Northwood, has been arrested. Just after 6 a.m. today, the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service responded to a report made by the director of prisons concerning a member of staff. On arrival, two packages containing a quantity of ganja were handed over to the police and officers were informed that a prison officer was attempting to introduce the drugs into the prison. Following the man's arrest, Officers searched his vehicle and recovered further evidence relating to this investigation. The man is currently being held in police custody pending further investigation by the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service. Another big weekend for police as they continue their road safety campaign. The Royal Cayman Islands Police Service busted five people for suspicion of driving under the influence during this weekend's Operation Quaker activities. Ten tickets were issued to drivers breaking other aspects of the traffic law. In addition, officers responded to nine car crashes. This is an improvement on the number of offenses spotted the weekend before. Operation Quaker will continue in the coming weeks. Genomic sequencing and advanced technology arrives in the Cayman Islands. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Salins has more. The Cayman Islands Forensic Science Laboratory team at the Health Services Authority are ready to begin use of next-generation sequencing to identify SARS-CoV-2 strains. Molecular biologist Jonathan Smelly. Next-generation sequencing is just a term used for genome sequencing on platforms and the big difference between these platforms and the instruments that were around 20 years ago is that they can process a lot of samples at the same time. So that's really revolutionized medical science. So back in 2001, when the Human Genome Project finished, that was sequencing of one person's genome, and that costed over a billion dollars, and it took 10 years and hundreds of people. But now you can do the same thing in about 48 hours for under $2,000. The two next-generation sequencers will be used to help determine the strain of virus that comes to the island and will provide enhanced contact tracing. If, for example, we ever do have community spread in the future, we can link the transmission between individuals. So rather than saying that a group of people are positive and we're investigating, we can actually determine the source how many sources of introductions are there into this outbreak? And then what is the link between people? Who got it from whom and so on? And that allows us to respond with much greater level of care and, and also apply resources in a way that um, is much more sensible because uh, we know exactly which sort of lead to follow. 
The information gathered in the Cayman Islands will be shared internationally to give scientists all over the world an idea of what is going on in the Caribbean. Then it allows researchers and drug manufacturers and so on to adapt their vaccines in the future to be able to deal with any potential emerging strains or changes that may come up. In the future, NGS technology will also be utilized for other medical and biological advancements in the Cayman Islands. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. The donations of the R3 Cayman Foundation, the Caring for Life Foundation, and an anonymous private donor helped the Health Services Authority to attain the two next-generation sequencers. The census team is holding the first in a series of meetings on Thursday with the aim of education and recruiting. Without data, we are basically planning and um, estimating things blindly. So, for example, if we are looking at life expectancy, which is one of the, the uses of the census data, is really to calculate life expectancies. It's We are looking at things like um, location of schools. We are looking at um, the people count of the country, the population dynamics, how people live. So all these all this, these elements involve some kind of hard empirical data that government can use to, to plan. So it is important that we have the most up-to-date statistics such that we can use it for planning purposes. Adolphus Laidlaw is the director of the Economics and Statistics Office. He tells Radio Cayman they are hiring more than 400 people to collect census data this year. The work involves really persons conducting the interview with the households, but we are putting it small enough such that it's not onerous on any one enumerator. So we have divided the country into what we call enumeration blocks, basically including 100 households, and we're allocating 100 households to each enumerator, of which they will get paid approximately $40 per household. So if you put the total to that, it would be approximately $4,000. Mr. Laidlaw says enumerators should have at least graduated high school, some experience with tablets and good communication skills. They will also need to have a valid driver's license, reliable transportation, and be able to pass a police background check. You can find out more on Thursday from 5.30 to 7 at the Theoline McCoy School Hall, formerly known as Bodentown Primary School. Another meeting is scheduled for the 17th at the Georgetown Primary School Hall. The National Gallery of the Cayman Islands Art and Wellness Program extends to our island seniors. The long-running program Tea and Tour is held every other month. The seniors will come in and they'll have a guided tour of the National Collection. Um, and then they're treated to a complimentary cup of tea and some cake as well. And it's just a great opportunity for them to socialize, get out um, into the public and um, just chat with some other people, other seniors, but then the people on our team and volunteers as well chat about memories and be nostalgic and be in this beautiful space um, to foster their wellness. Maya Mutu, Senior Education Coordinator at NGCI, says they are in the planning stages of an additional project, the From Us to You Pen Pal Initiative. We're also working with the Walker's Art Club program, um, and that will be towards the end of the year, to create letters and notes from students to seniors in the community. Um, and again, it's just a great way of connecting with them, you know, creating conversation and just allowing more and more ways for seniors in the community to socialize in really great, meaningful ways. It is part of their effort to combat the loneliness many seniors on island experience. In other local news, 
More improvement is seen by local school inspectors as they revisit Lehman E. Scott Senior High School on Cayman Brack. Details from Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller. According to the Office of Education Standards, the overall performance of Lehman E. Scott Senior High School was judged as good. This after netting a satisfactory rating in October 2018. There were improvements in students' achievement and progress in English, math, and science. Leadership was deemed to be strong, despite the fact that some members of the senior leadership team were in temporary positions. The report says the school improvement had developed as well, and the outcome of the inspection was testimony to the success of this work. As nearly every performance standard in the inspection had improved from satisfactory to good, and those that had previously been good remained as that. The focus on improving teaching, learning, and assessment was a, quote, significant and effective strategy by the senior leadership team. Positive relationships between staff and students and among students themselves were also a key feature. Students made highly positive comments about the extra efforts they had been seen made by teachers to support their learning. Recommendations include developing further strategies for challenging the highest achievers and supporting those struggling to learn, also improving teaching strategies to better promote students' critical thinking skills and peer assessment. The report also suggests that teachers better utilize their non-teaching time to find more innovative ways to enhance student learning. The Cayman Brack School caters to 153 students between the ages of 11 and 17. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Kartsley Fuller. To find the full report, head to oes.gov.ky. And three first-time authors are recipients of the Cayman Islands National Cultural Foundation Grants for the Arts March Review. Here's Radio Cayman's Shanda Gallego with more. The Cayman National Cultural Foundation has selected first-time authors Deborah Beale, Glenn Roy, Roy Bodden, and Michelle Bryan as the recipients of the CNCF Grants for the Arts March Review. As part of their mission to facilitate and preserve all forms of artistic expression in Cayman, the CNCF awards financial grants to individuals, groups, and organizations to help further development, to assist in bringing a worthy project to fruition, or in some cases, to support an ongoing project or program. One of the recipients, Michelle Bryan, tells Radio Cayman News she is pleased to receive the grant to further her work. For me, this grant is going directly to help fund my debut children's book, Beach Day at Pease Bay Beach. Look out for it <laughs> in August 2021. I just want to thank CNCF again for making it all possible. CNCF has awarded grants for training, productions, publications, attendance at festivals, film and special projects. Applications for the September 2021 review are now being accepted. The CNCF Grants and Award Committee meets during the March review and the September review to review the applications to determine if an application has merit and decide if the dollar amount applied for should be granted or granted in a reduced amount. Shanda Gallego, Radio Cayman News. Thank you, Shanda. That's it for Radio Cayman's local news. I'm Dion Anglin.